This is a Capricorn FM podcast. So we are joined on the line right now uh, by Managing Director at IDF Value Added Services. Uh, that's Octavia, uh, Octavius rather, Pukubia. Octavius, welcome to the show, my brother. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you so much, Mandy, for having me on your show. And uh, good afternoon to you and your listeners. No, man, it's a pleasure to I'm have you I'm also here, yeah. Octavia. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting it out there. <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Right, thank man. you so much for joining us. Now, um, a lot of small business owners were already cracking their heads about how they could um, rebuild the economy after COVID, right? But in comes yeah. in the looting. So apart from the money lost, can we say that the lootings have discouraged some business owners from starting over again? Yeah, you know, it's, I think it's, it's fairly fair, it's fair to assume that some 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 entrepreneurs uh, may be discouraged. So it is correct to a certain extent, but you must remember that the looting did not take place you know, across the entire country. So it's, it's worth noting that there were more, mainly your Houting and KZN that were, were affected. Yeah. So, so, but when you think about what it takes to build a small business, you know, the sacrifices you make, of course, you know, the impact of COVID was even was worse. Uh, if you add looting on top of it, uh, you are dealing with small businesses and entrepreneurs who do not have cash reserves. You know, they don't have rich uncles mm. and, um, and, the, and the, bank, uh, the bank loans, you know, don't come uh, left, right and center. They don't have, you know, uh, savings. So, so in, some, in, some, in some respect, yes, you could say some, some, some entrepreneurs are no longer motivated um, to really, you know, rebuild their business or start their new business, or even if it's in a new industry or sector, as it were. All right. Okay. I think that is pretty straightforward. Now, you, you also just mentioned right now uh, how it's difficult and how it's not easy to start up uh, a small business. Now, we've heard a lot of stories about, you know, how uh, some business owners used or spent their life savings uh, to get their business up and running. Uh, do you do you think uh, that they will recover from this? Without a doubt, I think I think I think entrepreneurs naturally they they are very resilient, but. Um, but I think even more so for those that are in the <clears throat> lower tier of the sector, uh, whether you call you call them informal uh, in the informal market or or, or the formalized ones, uh, but are, that are driven by mainly survival, right? Uh, to survive in small micro businesses. Um, so, so I think I, I think that there's definitely a reason to believe that you know. Um, most of this of these entrepreneurs uh, will likely either see new opportunities, um, will likely see more other new opportunities that they wish they may wish to to pursue. Uh, whereas some quarter of of those that are affected will may no longer see a need. Some may may go and look for full time employment or a job, uh, and that's that's fair. That's normal. We we always say, you know, um, entrepreneurs have got nine lives. So so in one way or the other, they'll come back. Right, um, but 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 I think an ordinary entrepreneur is likely seeing these opportunities or seeing this chaos as um, as an, uh, as a way to look at other forms of of businesses in the sector they're in or other sectors altogether. You know, so so I don't think it's 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 that dire. I think there will be those that you know have got immediate needs, like right now they've got cash flow issues. So how do we? 
uh, how do you how do you come back? How do you, those that have got insurance, uh, business insurance, um, how do we claim from Sasria? Uh, how long it, that money comes back to them? How how quickly they get approved? Um, so there's 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 a few opportunities that people can still come back. You know, to to running businesses. Of course, there are those that will say, you know what, uh, it's 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 over for me, uh, and that's it. Uh, mm-hmm. But I I I, I shudder to think that they will, uh, you know, will not entertain any more opportunities in the future because we will recover as a country. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it sounds like there's a silver lining, um, which makes me happy, puts me at ease. But do you see a silver lining for people who now want to start businesses, given the gaps that um, were exposed by the looting? Maybe they want to take advantage of, of some of those gaps created. No, I, I think so. I think so. I, I think we, we are beginning to appreciate also the society that we exist, uh, we exist within. I think we, we've all agreed that, you know, the, the country has got deep and serious problems, you know, whether of income inequality or whether poverty or, or high unemployment. And I think we are beginning to appreciate the intersection between our ability to run successful businesses and the deepening socioeconomic problems and challenges that our societies, you know, um, co- are confronted with. So, so I think, in, 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 like, I, like I said, you are you are going to have people who who see this as some sort of a of an opportunity mm. to either run business a lot more smarter, a yeah. lot more better. They will now see the importance of getting insurance. Mm. Uh, for some, they'll see an importance of saving. I always say, you know, if you're a small business, save ten percent of your invoice for rainy days. And these are some of these because remember, the the social unrest risk. For, for a small business or for any business in South Africa, doesn't go away, right? It doesn't go away because of the nature of the you know of the society we live in. So we've got deep, deep, deep problems. So I think people will just become more a lot more smarter. They'll be more appreciative of the issues that we face as a country. They'll plan a lot more better. They'll build more cash reserves. And um, but there will some instance be that little bit of risk averseness where people do not want and you know if don't want to enter certain markets or certain sectors, whether it's tourism sectors or it's it's events-based sectors because of COVID, Mm. but on the side of looting, you know, it's retail, so is it better now to run a franchise inside a mall? Where is it? This mall is in a township. Where is it? You know, know, so people start thinking about those things, which which are good, which are good because they find tuners, they get, they make us a lot more better entrepreneurs Mm. and are better prepared. So there's definitely silver lining from from where I sit and from where we we, we, we sit as as IDFverse. Octavius, uh, maybe you know, usually when the, the economy is hit as hard as, as this, you know, we, we're looking upon uh, certain sectors for help, you know, more especially the private sector, you know, and the government, but more especially the private sector. So my question then is, uh, is there a role that, uh, you know, the small businesses can play right now uh, in rebuilding the South African economy, also taking into account everything that has happened uh, since COVID and the lootings? Yeah, no, the, I, I absolutely agree. I think the, the, the small businesses have got a role. Entrepreneurs that are managing macro businesses, small businesses across the country, in Mbopo, everywhere else, um, they, they have a role to play. And one of the things that are, 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 are encouraging right now, we're seeing a lot of more small businesses beginning to cluster themselves or organize themselves because they are seeing that allocation of resources or even change in policy or even in designing relief grants or relief measures by government, including private sector, they are seeing that, it, it, you know, 
operating in silos doesn't help. Mm. So we need an organization of small businesses. That's one, one of the things that you know should help us as small businesses running these entities. Organize ourselves, make sure that we are, we are saying and talking with, with one voice. But second of all, I think internally as small businesses, what we also ought to do is how do we then plan for, for future? How do we plan for, 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 for disasters, right? Um, so save as much as you can. Thirdly, I think what, what we are also seeing coming across different, different sectors is that small business, small businesses are beginning to collaborate these. So, so I think from where we sit, collaboration right now is, is probably one of the most biggest opportunities where as opposed to me sitting in one office park or whatever it is, or uh, I share resources to reduce fixed costs, right? Mm. Let's share resources. Let's let clap together. Um, let's avoid, you know, let's cushion ourselves from the risk. Let's mitigate, you know, the exposure that we have as small businesses. And and that comes with collaborating against one another. One of the things, I, I, and I just must want to quickly mention this, that is, has been, you know, um, overlooked is not the direct is the, is the not the direct impact of looting of, of looting is when you have a big retail chain that has closed and you had a small a smallholder farmer that used to supply them so the smallholder farmers has not been looted but the shop that they were supplying to has been looted and now that's a, that's a, that's a, that's tier two impact of of looting that we have seen and i think that's other the attention that needs to be paid even with the new um, government you know relief funds or programs or mechanisms that have been announced by the president over the weekend mm. that needs to look at the, the entire value chain of how lootings have affected everybody else outside of those that were in the malls uh, you know you 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 had people who were supplying clothing uh clothing brands or clothing you know products to some of the residential how do you support those while we wait for this big retail company to open its doors again. It's another three months. Do we have the banks renegotiating the loans? Do we have GFIs renegotiating the loans? You know, do we have new funders? Do we have the private sector offering early payment terms for small businesses, you know, that, uh, that, that can, you know, that, that should survive this impact? Thank you so much for taking your time and talking to us on Just Drive. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Really appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Alrighty. Uh, Octavius Pukubia uh, speaking to us there about some of the things, like one of the things that uh, stuck out is the role that the small businesses can play uh, in, you know, assisting South Africa to, you know, rebuild the economy. And also that, um, mm-hmm. uh, if you are some of the people that were affected by uh, the lootings and you are, you know, um, a, a small time entrepreneur, if I can put yeah. it like that, if there's this, if this such. So things will, you know, slowly but surely pick up. What's that? with me is that he said entrepreneurs have nine lives. Yeah. I'm taking that with and I'm running as I start my own journey. I must remember after one life, eight. after one more, seven. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za